It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Tag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Somebody called out a podcast drought. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right. Yeah, it's been about three weeks since we've had a show, I think. But not too terribly much has come out since then. No, so not a whole lot. there hasn't been a whole lot to miss. No. Mm-mm. It's been a good time for us to take a little time off. Cause... That, well, that's what we planned our vacation around, right? We saw a dry spell in the release right. list. Right. We really analyzed new releases and, and took that into When can account. we take a vacation? <laughs> when Madden comes out. Perfect. Put it down on the counter. <laughs> well, um, just in case anybody missed that, we did go to Mexico the first week of August. Yeah, the Playa del Carmen. Yes. That's the yeah, little town in Mexico. We were right in the middle of the little town. Right. It's right on the beach. Across from nice. Cozumel. Yeah, we we stayed at an all-inclusive uh, resort there. and uh, Very nice. We enjoyed it. Relaxed. What was your favorite thing that we, we did there or you saw or anything like that? Um... I don't know. I don't know what my favorite thing was. Really? You got nothing? Well, I got a lot of stuff. I got, I, I really like just lounging by okay. the pool. I yes. mean, that's obviously. That's your ideal, ideal vacation is to sit by the pool and get a tan. Not do much. Which you tried to do all in the first day. I didn't try to do all on the first day. I put sunscreen on. It was just, you know, after having spent the last year inside in Ohio, my skin was not prepared. Yes, so we went there thinking that I was going to get really sunburned. But I got horribly sunburned. And I got basically I couldn't even nothing. move. Well, you were also using 50 SPF. I, I was bathing And I 50, was using yes. 35 or whatever, 30. Because I'm darker skinned than you are to begin with. Who's the smart one now? <laughs> I freckled like a madman, though. Yeah, you did. That was freaky. It was a bit scary. It was almost like you were growing new skin or something. <laughs> Which, you know, after the first two days, my skin was nice and desensitized, and I was good to go. And then around the third day, I got deathly ill and thought I was going to die in Mexico. Yeah, don't eat or drink anything Anything. while you're down there. We're not quite sure what caused it. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the lettuce. Okay. The lettuce and that salad that we ate when we were off the resort, which is the key problem. I know better. I should not. I should have. And I told the guy initially, no, no salad. And then he kept pressing me, probably because he knew it was going to make me die. Well, it didn't make you die. But I got sick that day, too. So it might have been the salad. Oh, you cannot even compare your sickness to my sickness. I almost threw up in my snorkel. I did throw up many, (laughs) many times. There is nothing. It's a good thing we spent all that money on a really nice all-inclusive because the marble floors were really nice when I was sleeping on the bathroom. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's just not the same if you're staying in a Motel 6. (laughs) Exactly. You know what my favorite part of Mexico was besides besides hearing that story from you right now? (laughs) What? I love the fact that Thundercats were still on every day. <laughs> in Spanish. In Spanish. I don't care. Well, and you have to explain that part of the reason why you watched Thundercats is, you know, 
like we said, it was like four days into our vacation. You felt ill first, and then you were fine. Well, the next morning, I felt seriously ill. And so we stayed literally in our, you know, beautiful room, the sun shining outside, watched TV all day, all day. Well, I went out and and wandered around some. Yeah, yeah. But, But then I'd come back when Thundercats was on. I didn't know you realized. I didn't realize that you knew exactly what time it was on. Oh yeah, it was like uh, nine thirty or ten in the morning. It was right around that time. It was. It, we really did have a fun time. It wasn't as relaxing as I had hoped because being sick and all is no fun. And then we traveled on the day that I was sick. Also, puking in an airplane, not fun. Did you do that? No. Oh okay. No, I really thought I was going to okay. many many times. Very nice. Yeah. This is like a cad cast almost with all the with all the puke talk and everything. Oh, it's, it was awful. I probably at the point when I hit having a temperature of 102 and a half, I probably should have gone to the hospital, but that was about the only thing that scared me more. Well, back to video games. I <laughs> the only thing in Mexico that I saw video games wise while we were there was when we went on our snorkeling trip. Mm-hmm. We passed a little market and they had like an arcade cabinet. They did. With like a modded Xbox or something inside of it. It was awesome. It had the big Duke Xbox controllers and like Dead or Alive was on the screen and everything. It was pretty funny. Well, and we brought our DSs with us. Yeah, it didn't play hardly anything while we were down there though. I tried to play by the pool, but it was was just too bright. bright. I didn't play anything while I was down there. You slacked off and were sick. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, vacation. That's was, my punishment for thinking I can take a vacation. Yeah, and then we got back from vacation, and I got sick. I was sick all last week, not the kind of ill that you no, were. No, you but, had a respiratory infection. Yes, which I'm still kind of you getting over. You sound snotty. So yeah, I'm I, still... If we're going to talk about lots of gross bodily fluids, we might as well say that you were snotty. Yeah, I might, snotty. I might hawk something up here during the during the episode. Ugh, that's disgusting. Like, you haven't been talking about disgusting stuff. Yes, but did I once make you sit with me while I was puking my brains out? No. What did I say in the middle of puking my brains out? Go back to bed. I don't want you to get sick. Yeah, you did. And so I went back to bed. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should get some points for that. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Okay, so back to video games, which is the whole point. We see we've forgotten what the whole point of our podcast is in these three weeks. (laughs) Since then, we've also been watching the Olympics. Yeah, I've been sick, so I really haven't been playing much uh, or felt like playing much. I, I've had a very casual week or two here, of, uh, just laying on the couch, and anything that I have been playing has been uh, not anything too intense. No. So I guess we can go into that while we've been playing then. Yeah, that's a perfect segue to talk about Down with the Ships. Before we left, a, lot, a couple people made comments about how obsessively I was playing Viva Pinata. Mostly because we're trying to get our achievement points. I got them all. You did get them all. Very, very nice. I'm the champion. I'm still not even close to getting them all. Oh, I know. I've only got about 25 hours in on the game, and you have like 80. At least. Yeah. I I almost have a master romanced everything. No, I didn't master romance the last page of stuff, or right around there. But really. you don't have to do that to get all the achievements. I told you that, and you said you didn't care. You wanted to 100% the game anyway. Well, I might still. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. See, it is. wasn't really about 100%ing the game. It was about your nerd points. What's well, a big part of it. It gives them... That game is good at giving them out, like, every so often. And they're all 20-point increments. Yeah. So, like, 
every hour or so, maybe every half hour when you're starting out, it just gives you 20 points. See, I am the opposite. I wish that instead of doling out nerd points like that, I wish that it had saved some of the animals. Like, that you had to play a certain, instead of getting to a certain level, you had to play for a certain amount of time. Because I feel like I've seen all the animals. I know what's out there. And that makes it boring to me. Like, I want new stuff to wander in. I want to get really excited because I haven't seen something before. Right. But you're I've seen you're to the all. point where you have to uh, pretty much start leveling up by uh, master, master fertilizing romancing. your plants <sighs> and master romancing. See, and that gets boring to me. Well, you don't have to play it anymore. The new one's coming out soon. But not soon. For $40 now. soon, too. $40? Really? Yeah, both the rare games. Uh, Viva, On Pinata the 360, two. it's going to be 40 Yep, and Banjo. $40 now. Huh. Well, that's really worth it. But well, that I've makes also, me excited. What is this game we've been playing, Lunar Legend? I've still been playing that, yes. Uh, I thought I was going to finish that up before we went on vacation. Yeah, this is didn't. the Game Boy Advance uh, RPG, turn-based RPG. Right. And turns out that there was a little bit of a plot twist, and I vastly underestimated how long this game was going to be. Oh. So I'm about, I, I think I'm about 18 hours in now, so I'm getting closer. I know I'm like, I'm at least three-quarters of the way through, I think, now. Um, so I should be finishing that one up, and I plan on writing something up about it, maybe. Yeah, you keep talking about starting a blog. Well, my blog's out there, but then we got back from on E3. Tag. You ha you've never put a blog entry. I I've got some blog entries on there. When I was at E3, I wrote a couple. Oh, that's right. I do remember. And I've been meaning to write it. I've got all these things, like, half-written. I've got a whole bunch of notes everywhere. I've got ideas in my head of what I'm going to write. But then we got back from E3, then we went on vacation, and then I got sick. And uh -huh. none of so those, you're a slacker. None of those saying. things make me want to creatively write at all. Right. So mm. I'm thinking this week I've kind of got the bug. Hopefully my previews are a little bit better this week, I think, too. The CAG blog that was featured on the front page today gave me the bug a little because it was a fun little post. I like reading the blogs. Yeah, it was about his pinball machines, which we want pinball machines. Which today. one of them was Pinbot? I know. Yeah, that's I a good read one. the post. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying for people who may <laughs> not have read the post. Right. And and then there were a lot of old school toys. Yeah, he had, he had some Beastmasters and stuff in there. Do you know how many old school toys we have in the basement? We, we've got a few. We got more this weekend. Yeah, well... Let's let's not give away all my my blog ideas. But see, that way I don't have to fulfill them. So here's what happens. <laughs> Anytime here's what, soon. Here's what happens at work. Okay. I see appointments and then I get a little bored during slow times and I go to read things and sometimes there's just nothing good on the internet. Sometimes it's just all boring. That's when you create something. That's when I go looking for interesting blog posts. Oh, that is when you were going to make an interesting blog post. So there's time for that too, right there. What would I blog about? I don't know. Make it interesting, though. My whole day is vomiting and and puppy vaccines and... Well, I don't know. How about we get back on track? Okay. <laughs> I just really am telling you right now that I don't feel like this show is going to stay on track very often. Mainly because it's been three weeks since we did this last. And I'm just feeling very chatty. 
I'm just well, throwing good. that out there. I, I want you to feel chatty. That's perfect. Yeah, but I want somebody downstairs to appreciate the cart full of stuff. You know what cart I'm talking about and what it's full of. Because I almost made a comment. Someone was talking about that other blog today about how the toys that get played with are better. And I know you have tons of toys that were played with because your G.I. Joes drove up and down the driveway quite a bit. But there's one toy in particular that does not hold up well. And we have them down there. In the cart. I'm not sure what you're talking about. The cart? Full of... I'm going to ruin it. Well, I, I, well, tell me after the show then, because I'm not, I'm, I'm. Because then you're gonna have to blog about it. You're well, gonna have okay. to blog about the cart. I'm not sure what it is, but I hope it's good. It's the only toy collection that you have that's kept in a cart. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you know now what did not hold up well. A couple things didn't hold up well. I, I'm, I'm intrigued here, but. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll move on, and maybe your first blog entry. Now that I've gotten you roped into having a blog entry, is gonna be about the cart in the basement. We, we will see. We will Otherwise, see. I'm just going to blog about the cart. Okay. Either way. Okay. But another game we bought right before we went on vacation. <laughs> More games that we did actually buy. Frat Party Games Pong Toss for WiiWare. Yeah, you play this with Kamish. Uh, Kamish, yeah. He came over. He brought a uh, he brought a six-pack over. And it turns out that you're really good at this game. Uh, either that, I, yeah, I guess. He, he wasn't really good at it. But I know that much. <laughs> You're just really good at the ball-throwing motion on the Wii. Apparently. I don't know what it is. Because any game that involves throwing. Yeah. Well, there's two different modes in Pong Toss Mm -hmm. for those interested, which should be nobody. But apparently there is a lot of somebodies. Okay. Because it's the number one I think it got up to number two most popular WiiWare game. Second to what? What was the first? Second to, I think, uh, that Pokemon Ranch game. Oh. The one where you just have your Take Pokemon pictures, play around. Running around. Yeah. yeah, where you can have like 800 million Pokemon Yeah, in a uh, barn. So there's the traditional Pong Toss, okay. which you are never going to get a buzz playing that way. I've never it, played Pong Toss. It takes forever. Well, the basic idea or is... Or whatever it really is. Yeah. I've never played it. Basic idea is you throw a ping pong ball, and if you land it in, the, in your set of cups that are shaped like a pyramid on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. then that person has to drink... Got it. It takes way too long to do that in the normal beer pong mode in this game. So what mode did you play in? There's a mode called speed pong. Which means means, speed drunk. Yes. Okay. Which means both people are throwing at the same time. And it's kind of like almost like skee ball if you're playing skee ball against the other person. It doesn't matter. Like uh, you don't have to go at the same time. It's just however many balls you can get off as fast as you can. And there's little like power-ups that you get that can hurt the other person like it shrinks their cups or there's like a wall that comes up and like moves back and forth kind of like a putt-putt type obstacle or whatever right yeah i'm really good at that yeah you played this the night before we left instead of packing yeah but i i won at least 18 out of 20 games there were a lot of posts about how i was obsessed with packing well you were a little bit obsessed with packing it got done we went to Mexico. Right. Uh-huh. It did get done. But what people don't understand is that you started packing at about 2 a.m. That's because I was really good at Pong Toss. See, that's why I have to start nagging you way ahead of time. Otherwise, you would have been packing on our way to the airport. Yes. Oh, and I'll mention that now. Uh, the reason I bought Pong Toss... Yeah, you should clarify that. Uh, ...was because Thorbon was nice enough... To uh, get you a great deal. Yeah, get, he there was a Walmart clearance where he got a bunch of Wii points, so he offered me up some of them. So I paid him uh, 
paid him what he paid for and maybe a little bit more. I don't remember exactly what it was anymore. But it was a good deal, and he sent me the codes. And Yeah, uh, it was nice. I must have forgotten to thank him on the last foreplay. I know he was on the outline, but I must have forgotten to say it because he said something about it. and I didn't want to make him feel left out there. Oh, no. We so, appreciate So your points are going to good use with Pong Toss. <laughs> I'm sure he's thrilled. Yes. And another game I've been playing right. is Puzzle Quest Mobile. On your little phone that came while we were in Mexico and sat out in the rain. Yes, uh, but it, it all works fine yeah, it's now. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, THQ Mobile sent me a um, really nice Nokia phone. To with, try this, their game out. Yeah, with a copy of Puzzle, Puzzle Quest. Because we love Puzzle Quest. Yes. Since I've played the DS version, the PSP version, the Xbox Live Arcade version, they wanted to get an idea of how the mobile version stacked up since I was a big fan of it. So... Uh, I met them at E3. This is how all this came about. And so I've been playing it. I'm about, I think I'm about eight hours in. And it's actually different than the other versions. You said the storyline's different. Yeah, I was not expecting that. It It is not uh, the same storyline at all, which truthfully, I don't know how many people come into Pe- Puzzle Quest worrying about the storyline. But the fact that I wasn't playing the same storyline again made a difference to me. Like, right. it makes it more interesting that way. Right. It's... And the whole way the overworld map works, it's uh, set up a little bit differently. It's a little more cartoon looking. And it's not as, uh, there's not as many locations to go to. It's more confined and you're going to the same places more. But the overall gameplay is the same. I mean, it's still your Bejeweled type game where you are matching up three of a kind and four right. of a kind and five so of a kind. So would you buy it if you just had a phone and... If I had a phone, I mean, yeah, it's it's a perfectly serviceable version of it. Um, I need to look to see what price they have for it. Um, I'm sure it's a reasonable price because all these cell phone games are, are pretty cheap to begin with. Um, but it does do some things uh, differently, and I'm definitely going to write a review for this since they, since they sent it to me. And I'll go through more of those differences on there. Um, it's mainly just the way that you learn spells and things that are in this version that aren't in the other versions and... You've been Vice playing versa. it a lot, and you've really enjoyed it that much, I know. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Braid? Uh, we both played this. I played it through completion. I'm through World 3, or halfway through World 3, or completely through World 3. Uh, yeah, you're somewhere in there. You're you're about somewhere between really a th- third and a halfway through the game. And you played it through I pretty played quickly. It through it's short. In about three and a half or four hours. And this game has been getting like universal praise, but at the same time... People have been criticizing it for its price a little bit. $15 for a four-hour game is too much. I I don't know where I stand on this. I, I think... I don't know that I think Braid is as good as what everybody else thinks Braid is. Is the problem. I think it's really good, but I'm not as blown away with it as other people seem to be. It's kind of a puzzle game in, in that you have to puzzle out through the levels on how to get all of the the puzzle pieces, literally puzzle pieces that you're trying to collect. And it reminded me a lot, I mean, obviously not as simplistic as the Super Princess Peach. Okay. Where That's another good example of it. Where you had to get those big coins or whatever they were, yeah. the flowers. And they weren't in obvious places in the level. And sometimes and you, you had, had to go back and replay a level and you learn these new 
skills or what have you, and you kind of had to figure out the timing. I mean, the biggest thing with Braid is that you can rewind time. Right. And so... Well, you have different mechanics. You haven't gotten that far into it, but each world you have a slightly different mechanic based around time. Right, right. But in the same way, I hadn't thought of Super Princess Peach. That's a good example. You have different abilities that you have to work with the environment... To, to get something. To work through the 2D environment. See, the things that came to my head, since I like these type of games, so I've played a lot of games, so immediately right. a lot of games come to my head. The one that I told Wombat about and the one he talked about on the CADcast was Cloning Clyde. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's very similar to Cloning Clyde. Now, people misunderstood. Some people misunderstood what he was saying with that in that they thought there is a uh, cloning ability in Cloning Clyde. And I don't want to spoil anything in Brave, but there's something similar in one of the the worlds. Okay. And so I think they thought he was just comparing the, those mechanics, and then people were saying, well, Cloning Clyde doesn't have a time mechanic and everything like that. That's not the point that they're there's, similar to me. They're still very similar in just using your different abilities to interact with the environment. Right. So, I've, I mean, I've, I've played Cloning Clyde. I've played Exit. I've played Crush. I've played... Lost Vikings, I've played the Odd World games. And this just kind of seems like, yeah, this is another great puzzle platforming game. Now, I understand it's got like some artistic value to it. Right. Because it's it's an indie game where only two people made it, the game designer and the artist. Right. And it is a very nice looking game. The graphics it, it are, is. are very nice. And it's got, the storyline is is weird. It's a very pretentious kind of storyline um again i'm not going to give anything away since you haven't played all the way through are you going to play all the way through it by the way yeah okay i didn't i I couldn't tell i couldn't tell whether you were that into it or not no i was into it it's it's just those type of games are very i don't know they're self-rewarding in that you get to the end of the level and you're like okay, you know, I got all these pieces for this level, and and that level's done. And so there's some sense of accomplishment. But for me, it's they're very repetitive. And even though the game mechanic changes, it's still me trying to get through a level, collecting this stuff, and there's not... Sometimes I get... I I tend to play those games obsessively, so I play them a bunch for an amount of time until I get sick of it, and then move on. Then I'll okay. go back to it, play it a bunch until I get sick of it, and then move on. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's I mean, the same it, thing that happened with Puzzle Quest. It's, I mean, it's a very good, it's a very good puzzle platformer. I just don't know that it's going to go down and be remembered as much as what the critics and everybody is talking about it right now. But it's different. It's different. It's quirky, and it's an indie game. Yes. So you have to get it give it credit for that. Now, back to the $15 price point. still think it's too high. I think it should have been $10. I think the issue that I'm having and most people might be having and not like quite realizing it, or maybe they are and maybe I'm just now realizing it, is that when Xbox Live started, you had the 5 and the $10 price points. Right. So we kind of thought, I don't know, that $10 was the full price game and $5 was a budget price game. Right. Now, with Virtual Console and all their different price points, right, and PlayStation Network and all their different price points, it's a totally different economy than what is in retail shelves. Retail shelves, we know $60, that's what new games come out as. 
that is the ceiling for new games. Right. And there is no ceiling. There is no ceiling for downloadable, for downloadable games. Right. I don't know where I don't know well, what a full price that, game is. That, there was that downloadable game. I think it was on the PlayStation a couple. Well, it's been a month ago now. That was like thirty five dollars, forty bucks. Yeah, they have some of those. Those uh, most of those have come out in retail versions as well, like Warhawk right. and the the SOCOM. I think they're coming out with a disc version. I can't of that think too. of the one that I'm thinking. You're thinking of, of Silent Hill or yes. not Silent Hill? Uh, the one that's like Silent Siren. Yes, yes, you're I thinking am. of Siren. Um, which came out at $40 for, for the game. Right. At the same time, I don't know. Like, it's blurring a line between is that is Siren a full retail game still? Or is it above and beyond? Or is it a really nice add-on to a game that you already have? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's, it's all getting very jumbled together, so you don't have a, a common point that's to true. base your prices off of. So that's it all true. comes down... That's where it comes down to this time almost. It's the easiest way to quantify your purchase. It's like, yeah, I really enjoyed it, but my $15 is gone now. Well, but like you're saying, I mean, okay, so, you know, I mean, I guess being in the medical field, everything gets priced from a business standpoint on time. There's surgery time and, you know, all that stuff. And, and there's a time per minute. Well, that's how most people are paid. Right. By the exactly. hour. So you said you spent four hours on the game. Mm-hmm. And it's $15. So you would expect 16 hours of gameplay on a full-blown $60 game, brand new. Well, it, it's difficult because you can't do that. But I, right. I feel like in the downloadable games, that's almost – it's it's kind of like you inadvertently do that. Like you kind of go, okay, I don't have a disc anymore. I don't have anything to show it's, for my $15 besides very, I liked this game. It's it, very, it's, very difficult and again, comparing this to the medical field, you can call your doctor and talk to them on the phone for an hour and get a bill in the mail nowadays because you're paying doctor time. But it's hard for people to pay for something when they have nothing tangible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's where you're getting at the disc and the manual and the case. The odd thing about it to me, too, is I see people reviewing the downloadable games and it's it's a, a diff, difficult matrix to look at because you have some people who are counting the prices in there, right? Like, Braid scored really high, and I don't think the price counter like it's the somewhat, price didn't really affect it. No, but then you look at the scores that the game coming out this week, Ratchet and Clank, right? Similar in length, same price. People are saying the game is good, but it's only getting like sevens. There's just no, I, th- I mean, I think you're right. There's just hasn't been a good scale of comparison for all this downloadable content. And how we feel about one game being four hours is completely different than how we feel about something else being four hours that might be the same price. Right, which, I granted, there's a lot of things that factor into that. Ratchet getting a seven and Braid getting a nine. Braid's a brand new property, new experience, right. whereas Ratchet's more of the same. Right. But Ratchet gets docked for being the $15 where Braid does. It's very confusing. It's very hard to say what is worth it. I I mean, it's an individual choice. Am I upset that I spent $15 on Braid? Not really, no. I liked playing it. You'd be upset if you spent $15 paying for a four-hour game that was on the the Wii because of the space, space issue. Well, yes. 
but yeah. You know, I mean, there again, going from one console to another, when I've got unlimited space on my 360, because we're not even close to using up that the 120, 128 hard drive, but on the Wii, if I'm going to spend money for something on the Wii, it better be worth it, because I'm not getting that space back anytime Yeah, I just soon. talked about buying Pong Toss. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. It's, well, I, I don't know, did I mention that it, Pong Toss is not very good? <laughs> you talked a lot about it. No, not one I, of the I talk, things. Yeah, that you I talked said about it, it kind of enjoying good. it and everything, but it's not yeah. a good game. Yeah, it doesn't control that well. No, it, you haven't played it since. No, I, I imagine I'll ba- break it out again when Commission comes over sometime. Just because it's, it's kind of like that. <laughs> I understand why it sold well. Well, we'll be looking out for Flip Cup. So yeah. that we got onto a kind of a crazy tangent there. Um, You've also been playing Geometry Wars 2, another downloadable game. One yes. that you thoroughly enjoy and that, would that's pay. Great. Paid ten dollars for it. I have no Gladly. no issue with that at all. You probably would have paid fifteen for it if it was fifteen. It comes back again. <laughs> it's it's like I need to know what being on you need cheap a ass. Ceiling. I need a ceiling. And I need to know it's really bothering Hey, you. I'm getting a deal on this. Hey, I feel like I'm getting a deal on this. Which now that games are coming out for fifteen dollars to ten dollar games, it's like yes, I'm getting a game two thirds the price of what I think a full price game is on Xbox Live, which they know that. That's and why. So when they start coming out with why, the twenty dollar games, which Penny Arcade already did. Oh, that game was that was the, a the Penny Arcade game, game was twenty dollars. Yeah, that you gladly bought. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that you yeah, shouldn't I mean, have bought it. It was a fun game. You played through it. Okay, so. Back to Geometry Wars? Well, no. I, I love it. Back to I don't the, know if we need to talk to about the it whole, at all. The whole point is that what, what do you need to know other than looking back? You either ask yourself, did I have fun? If I had to do it again, would I spend that much money on it? And that's all there really is to getting ripped off. I mean, you're taking the cheap-ass thing to a whole other level. Either the game makes you happy or it doesn't. If it doesn't make you happy, then yeah, you got ripped off. There's really, I mean, that's the basis of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's <laughs> that's what it comes down to. It, it just, I'm I'm such, I'm always looking for the deals that it's, it bothers me. Like I, even though I'm playing paying for these things with half price points, right? That it's, I get on sale. Anyways, it shouldn't bother you if it's a game you enjoy. What bothers me, and Pete, I've said this again and again, is when you buy the games that you either never play, so then you don't even get any enjoyment out of them. I don't care how cheap it was. If you don't play it, it's it's not fulfilling its game destiny. It's it, you might as well have never bought it. Fair enough. All uh, right. Well, now that we have really gotten some pretty deep cheap ass conversations <laughs> here, I mean, this is about as deep as cheap ass goes. I think. Um, Ticket to Ride Europe, my favorite da- Xbox Live Arcade downloadable game. I don't know how much we paid for it, and I don't really care. See, was... you just need to adapt. No, I don't, don't want to know. I don't care. I enjoy it. I play it obsessively. It's relaxing to connect little train spots. The biggest thing about the uh, the new map, Europe, is that they added some more in-depth gameplay. You have trains that go through the mountains that cost more. You have trains that go over water that cost more. And obviously it's in Europe. And then there's some station things that I really haven't completely mastered, but it's the stations are the way, the way to get around when somebody screws you over and takes the route that you needed. Like the only way in and out of a city and they've got it and you okay. needed that city. You can still complete that. Okay. I, I haven't played any of the Europe yet. If you like I... Ticket to Ride 
I mean, there's oh, no sure reason I'll, why you I'll wouldn't play like some of it, and I'll, I'll learn some new geography that way. Well, right? and if the one thing I didn't realize until after I had tried to play the Europe is that the tutorial that came with the original game, when you download Europe, takes Europe into account. Okay. So there, had the there's, a tu- there there's a tutorial in the in for Europe. Like there's oh, that's nice. Or maybe if you hit info, there's there's something in there that explains it all to you, which I didn't find right away. So I was a little okay. bit frustrated initially because I didn't know quite what was going on. Right, and that yeah. there's like another expansion try. coming out in the future here too. Another one uh, in North, North America, America, but with more cities. So uh, that. That one was seven fifty. I said I didn't want to know. I don't yeah, care. So I'm assuming the next one will be too. I don't care. It makes me happy. That's that's why I bought it. You just need to be a free spirit that about these downloadable games. That was seven fifty worth it. Exactly. Okay. Now if so, I look back and said this sucks, we would have gotten ripped off. Yeah. Wombat had an interesting point with this whole uh, summer of live arcade or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Um, there's six games in that. He he asked me earlier today, and I know I'm not stealing any, any of his thunder because uh, they've already had a CAD cast this week, and Cheapy's out of town on vacation next week, so it's going to be me and Wombat. He's not going to Mexico, is he? No, he's okay, he's going. Uh, he's going to some place with a reliable water system. Yeah, he's he's going on a vacation somewhere uh, in the northeast or northwest. I mean, and then uh, going to PAX. Oh, good. Uh, up in Seattle, but uh, so Wombat and I will have a show out. Next week, Are you going to do the previews, too, and make it one big show? I don't or? know. We haven't discussed that yet. <laughs> but uh, he came up with the idea of all those six Xbox Live Arcade games were offered on one disc for $60. Would I think it would be a good deal? That is an interesting question. And, and I, I said would say no. no. I said no, yeah. Because part of those compilations... I mean, what what is the one compilation we talk about all the time? And that's the Sega Sega, Yeah, Sega Classics. classics. Yeah, and the SNK arcade classics comes up quite a bit but now because they Sega keep on Classics out. is twenty bucks, right? But these are new. These are new games. I I, I think we Wombat no Wombat and I both agreed that fifty dollars would probably be. They'd sell a lot of them on retail discs. They'd sell even more if it was forty. Well, yeah, but I thought fifty dollars was like, yeah, I think I'm getting a deal then. But for some reason, sixty dollars for all six of those games on a retail no, disc. because when you put all six of those games together, you. I mean, that's what's the major problem with any of those compilations? Is there's always one or two games that you're you have no interest in? Me, I wouldn't play half of them. No, you wouldn't. I don't know. That, that was just another thought. I don't even remember what we were talking about now. Hmm. Uh, Ticket to Ride. I, I can't really tell. I mean, just just in the middle of this, I can't really tell if this is going to be completely interesting and entertaining, or if the first post on tomorrow morning is going to be, "Man, this first podcast back really sucks." Yeah, I, can't, a, I just can't spent a half hour talking about Braid's price, but it wasn't Braid's price. It was just I, online I just can't price tell. in general. I have difficulty telling. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to what else we've been playing: uh, Bionic Commando Rearmed. Yeah, that's one of those Xbox Live Arcade summer arcade of games. That's one that falls into the category that I wouldn't play that sounds lame. Well, it isn't, but you wouldn't play it. It's not your type of game. Okay. Uh, this is the remake of the original uh, NES Bionic Commando. Okay. Um, and it's been getting really good reviews, too. Everybody's ki- been playing it. What kind of game is it? It's a action platforming puzzle game almost similar uh somewhat to have i seen to you playing it i don't even yeah it's the one with the grappling hook have you seen me play it 
I think so. It's I mean, a 2D uh, platforming where you can't jump. You just have a grappling hook. Maybe I haven't. So your your arm shoots off and grabs onto stuff. That's the okay. bionic part. Got it. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoy it. The controls aren't that great. I, I know... I don't. I played on the 360. Uh, it also came out for the PlayStation Network, and okay. I, I don't know if the PlayStation Network controls are slightly better or not, um, because I obviously haven't played it on there. But that, that's I follow that logic. Yeah, um, but of course the D-pad on the 360 is horrible. Right. Uh, oh, this was the game you were saying. You need a. I need the arcade stick to play it, and right. I have I have the arcade stick. I just haven't brought it up yet. Um, From the basement. Right, and. But I, I'm about halfway through the game, and, and I'm I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to talk too much about it. Uh, Fable 2 pub games. Free. We, we've both been playing a lot of that, yes. Right. Yeah, Wombat got us, a, got us a code for that. But yet, if I had to pay $10 for it, I'd feel gypped. Well, I don't think this is truly a $10 game. It, it's the... <laughs> no. uh, it's the it's got you're three gonna pre-order Fable and get this game for free. Within it, one is the slot machine that's completely random, and I have no idea what the um, skill level is behind it. The other one is kind of a craps roulette mixture. Mixture. It's got dice, and um, again, not really sure what the what well, I'm supposed it's... to be. I mean, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just yeah. not good at it. Um, the one game that I'm good at is the one that we had the cheat for. Fortune Tower, the, yeah. uh, the card game. Yeah, that's the best game on there. And uh, like it's you were good, saying, yeah. It's a good solitaire game. I mean, it's a solitaire game that I would buy for my computer. Yeah, and we have been increasing our odds slightly by uh, by using that, that cheat, that cheat mm-hmm. where you hit the uh, LB button right after you bet, and it thinks you bet the maximum when you really bet the minimum. So right. uh, you, get, you get quite a bit of money that way. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, Episode 1, Homestar Runer. Yes, uh, we've been playing that on the Wii. What do you think about that? I don't know. Sitting on the couch and holding my arm out with the Wiimote makes it tired. (laughs) I'm not lying, because (laughs) when I'm sitting on the couch, I'm usually laying down, and I have to hold my arm up angled. Because the TV's higher than I am at that point. And I, I just... Plus, the Wiimote's been dying lately. Have you noticed that? And it... The batteries are quite... probably low. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I mean. It... I don't know. It's the game that I let you play when I'm falling asleep. Yeah, you're not too <laughs> Pretend enthralled. like I'm playing along. Yeah, I thought you would like it because you like point-and-click adventures. I don't know these characters, and honestly... If I'm going to play a point-and-click adventure game, I want a mouse or the DS stylus. Okay, that's... Honestly, that's kind of why I wanted to play it with you, because I like these characters, and I know all these characters, because I've watched the uh, the webisodes and the podcasts and looked at their site and everything since college. So yeah. I'm, I'm very familiar with these characters, and I wanted to see what somebody who wasn't familiar with them, what their take on it was. And you There just are seen... humorous parts. Okay. I honestly, it puts me to sleep a little bit, too. Okay, so, but yet yesterday you were like, how come you're falling asleep? And all sad about it. But it, you it's putting you to sleep and you expect it to not put me to sleep? Well, I don't think it's... The, the problem I have that's putting me to sleep with it a little bit is that the environments are kind of sparse. Yeah, it's very geometry-y. 
Well, I mean, that's like, that's the art style of, of the right minimal of the comic and bright everything. colors, right? Which looks great on the Wii. I mean, oh, they yeah, did a great job of turning good. it into three D and everything. Uh, it's just like walking from point A to point B to get some to something you can interact with. Kind of boring. Kind of boring. I did figure out that if you press A twice, he runs. Oh, I so was that, asleep when you figured that I, out. You were asleep when I figured that out. <laughs> I almost woke you up and like, look, I can run. <laughs> I would not have been happy. Yeah, that's why I didn't do that. <laughs> But uh, we're very close to finishing that one up as well. We are? Yes. We're, we're, we're pretty close now. I must have missed a lot. Well, it's only it's only like three or four hours to play through that as well. And that oh. one's $10. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I enjoyed it somewhat. I'd... Okay. Well, we're 45 minutes into this podcast, roughly, because some of what we... There's been some stuff that needs to be cut out. Uh but we haven't even gotten past the down with the ships part of it. So uh, you talked about Thorbon giving us a good deal on Wii Points. Got that thank out of the you, way, Thank yes. you, thank you, um, Shopping, what you actually bought. Not Before much. Before we left, you bought Ninja Gaiden because it was on clearance at Target. And you were afraid if you waited until we come back, came back, it would be gone. Yeah, it was the last version there. And I think it's probably like, they're probably around twelve fifty now at Target. I'm not, I'm not positive on that, but it was like 24 when I bought it. And that was at the fifty percent off, I think. You just couldn't take the chance that it would be gone, um, but you haven't played it. Oh yet. no, that would only been a seventy five percent off. But still, it was it was a pretty good deal at twenty four dollars. No, I have not had a chance to play it yet. Uh, Valhalla. Valhalla Knights I got from Guzex. It amazes me how many Guzex uh, users that I trade with or listeners of the show or know oh. who I am. So this was another one here. Uh, Jet Girl. Yeah, Jet Girl uh, thinks our pack podcast is great, and she wrote a little note along with the game and everything. Thumb- Really nice. I also got a couple other games from from game or from Guzex as well. Uh, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker, Sweet. and uh, another PSP RPG that I've forgotten what it was already. But I obviously haven't had a chance to play it yet. You forgot what it was. Something. All right. Warriors Warriors of the Lost Empire. I think that's a game name. If I came home and said I bought something at the mall, it was like fifty dollars, but I can't really remember what it was. You'd be pretty mad at me. But this wasn't fifty dollars. This was Guzek's money that All right, got enough. from trading some game. Okay. I don't know. Uh, tour of foreplay, which you swear you're going to make into a legitimate thread with the pictures in one thread and just the people that want to sign up for a tour of foreplay on the other. Right. And this will, this uh, latest one will go a long way in making me want it to do that. Um, type RJ. Yeah. Type RGA. Had it last, right? He and had it Lick last. has it now. Yeah, yes, Lick has it now. Type RJ sent in a bunch of pictures. To my, he's PM'd to me, so they're not out there on CAG yet, but they will be tomorrow. So uh, you're going to create this thread? Yeah. Uh, I'll create a, a new thread and, and put all the pictures we've gotten so far. But he took pictures of it with uh, some Leaning Tower of Pisa type uh, monument that's in Illinois. Sweet. So it's, it's pretty funny, yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he had. Trouble with the tank level as well, if everybody remembers me talking about the tank level and how I got out and just started punching tanks. Yeah. (laughs) His overall comment was, but the game is semi-enjoyable if you take it with a grain of salt or a few beers. Just don't take it seriously and it'll be frustratingly annoying fun, if that makes any sense. Yes, and and this is, of course, Hour of Victory that we're, we're talking about. Right. That's the name of that game, right? Yeah, 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 our, yeah victory. our victory. We've created kind of a, I don't know, what's it called? Somebody, somebody had a term for what this thing is that we're passing it all around. But anyway, Congo line. 
No, it wasn't a Congo line. Hmm. I don't know. Internet mem? We no. need to create one of those. Those Something are good. Something like the wave. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Um, contest. We had some good contests three weeks ago for your E3 swag, which seems like years ago. Uh, and the first contest was Tecmo Bowl Foam Finger. Actually, the only contest, right? Yeah, it's only, everything, everything. All the swag comes. goes to one lucky winner. Yes. Tecmo Bowl Foam Finger, the Agency Leather Man, Ninja Town Button, and Gamecock Socks. Yeah, and since that time I've found a X-Blades poster and a couple of other small things. Oh, a Wedbush Morgan security uh, lanyard from when I went to Michael Pactor's party. That's pretty exciting, huh? Yeah, huh? nice. All right, well, even better. Um, and the winner was Link927. Uh, the Contest was what was your game of the show, meaning E3, uh, and what makes you excited about it. And he said, I would have to say Mirror's Edge, although Final Fantasy thirteen comes close. Reason being, Final Fantasy is already known, doesn't surprise me that much, but the new innovations with Mirror's Edge, the first-person perspective, really gets me. Very cool. So, Link 927, PM ship, and we will get your swag in the mail. Yes, we will. How are you going to mail that foam finger? It'll it'll uh, fold up nicely and, and mail out. Okay. This week, we have two copies of Fable 2 pub games for Xbox Live Arcade. You'll get the codes for those. Mm-hmm. And the contest is, we've talked a lot about Xbox Live games. So, what out of the six Summer of Arcade? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Summer titles. of Arcade Fun Titles <laughs> <laughs> is your favorite, and why? Right, and not all of them are out yet. Uh, Galaga comes out this week, and uh, Castle Crashers comes out next week. So if you're like, yeah, I don't like the ones that already came out, I'm shooting for one of those, just tell us why. Yeah, if you're, if you're by that point, if you think that Castle Crashers is going to be your favorite, tell us why you're looking forward to it. Um, so now we get to move on to new releases. Yes. Uh, some of the new releases are old releases from last week. And and, uh, oh, sorry, them... obviously from that contest, yeah. there'll be two winners, because we have two codes. We're not going to give two codes to one person. No, that, two winners, two codes. Makes, yeah, Obviously, you need an Xbox Live arcade or Xbox Live account to download account. them. Well, right. not gold necessarily. Like you, you can download with with uh, silver. Oh, okay. Well, let's blow through this first multi-platform game, and that's Madden NFL 09. We all know it has Brett Favre on the cover, and he was wearing a Packers. not Jets jersey. He played for the Packers before the Jets. I know that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, uh, that came out last week. Um, yeah, your copy of that is pretty much worthless now. And and what did they? Well, no, what did they say? Because it was a big thing after when the Olympics started. It was on ESPN about how what is the Favre deal going to do to Madden? And what they've said is they you can download a patch that makes oh, Favre have a Jets jersey. Well, they were talking about the cover of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, and so, so you, you can, can download, you can download a, a, a new cover and print, and print it out. out on your computer. Yeah, they do that stuff all the time with, like, all the NCAAs. You can download different but schools and everything. But can you get Favre with a Jets jersey? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm sure there's going to be a patch okay. to, to do that. And get Chris Henry in the game for the Bengals now. Oh, my gosh. They spend all that time talking about how they're going to get rid of the problem players. And if you get in trouble, you're gone until we resign you. <laughs> exactly. A month and a half later. Until all our other receivers get hurt. Until we've got nobody, and then you're all that we have left. Yes. 
Is Pac-Man Jones back in yet? I mean, could we just sign him oh, now? He, he signed with the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. That's right. Darn it. They beat us to him. <laughs> Come on. Whatever. Well, coming out or came out last year, week for the DS was Bangayo Spirits, which was the sequel to a Dreamcast uh, game made by Treasure. Okay. Uh, I actually got the Dreamcast out this week and played it some, just to remind myself. Uh, yeah, I noticed what the game was about. Yes, you came home and it was sitting on the floor. I noticed when all the retro systems make their way out. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dreamcast isn't that retro, but I, I need to find a home for it where it's, it's permanently not, plugged if in. It's not current gen; it's retro. Fair enough. But uh, if you like Treasure's previous uh, kind of, it's almost a twin stick shooter. But obviously the DS doesn't have twin sticks, so I, I, I'm i going to go out on a limb here and assume, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, that you control with the D-pad and you aim and shoot with the stylus. Okay. And then you use the shoulder buttons to switch between the different mechs because uh, or Gundam suits, whatever you want to call them, giant robots. Right. Because okay. uh, in the Dreamcast version and in this version, you can switch on the fly because the methods in the bullets that the two different mechs shoot are different. Like in the Dreamcast version, one of them was shot homing missiles. The other one shot lasers that bounced around the environment to hit, hit everybody. So you had to kind of switch between the two to get through the different levels. It's kind of kind of got a puzzle element to it to get through. Um, this one features 100 and, right around 170 levels. And then there's also a level creator, which you can upload online and people can download. Or you can actually hold up sounds. Like, it records your levels onto, like, an MP3 type of thing, and then you play it into the microphone on your DS, and then that's how the levels get transferred onto your DS. That's how you swap levels with people. Is you, you, you can actually hold it up to your computer or plug a, like, a wire that goes from your headphone jack uh, on your DS into uh, your computer or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm just... You look totally confused. <laughs> I've just got... I, we're in this level of technology, and yet you're going to be holding one DS to, to the other and having them make sounds go back and forth. Well, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a throwback to how old, kinda, old uh, cool. computers worked and everything. Yeah, it with is. With the different tones and everything. Right. But this game has been out in Japan already for a while, and so there's a whole bunch of levels already out there. So you can go to a site, play an MP3 on your computer, and then you have that level on your well, DS. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's simple. and. Yeah, I don't know why I was talking about all the wires and everything. You just need to hold it up to the speakers. Okay. Yeah, you're making it a little more confusing than it needed to be. Either way, not really my type of game, but definitely your type of game. Yes. Um, here's one that we don't really have to talk about a lot, and that's the Cheetah Girls Passport to Stardom. What's that about? Did I preview it? Yeah, oh, you, talked to, you previewed it last week, but it got pushed back um, to this week. It's a sequel to the TV movie The Cheetah Girls One World. You know what? If you buy it at Best Buy and you buy the CD for One World, you get the CD free. Um, I don't need to buy them. Oh. Sorry. I was just trying to help you out. Yeah, it it's the Cheetah Girls and there's outfit customization. Good. Moving on. I don't know much about them. Are they, are they like the modern version of Josie and the Pussycats? Do they dress like cheetahs? You don't seem to know anything about this. I've got their names in the preview. Their names are Aqua, (laughs) Chanel, and Dorinda. That's what they were wearing. I don't know what they're wearing. 
Okay. They're tweens. You don't need to know what they're wearing either. <laughs> Fair enough. Also coming out for the DS this week is Commando Steel Disaster, which is a Metal Slug type clone. Okay. So uh, it looks a lot like Metal Slug. Um, it's got the same kind of cartoon animation to it. You are scrolling left to right as a little dude shooting every waves of enemies. And you get in like tanks and there's a snowmobile that you can get in on the snow levels. And there's giant bosses that you fight. Doesn't look bad for $20. Um, I really don't know what, what else to say because there's really not much information out there for it other than some videos and some other previews and stuff. But $20, I mean, you can't go that bad with it. It's cheaper than this next one, which is Imagine Teacher. They had Imagine Veterinarian, and they have Imagine Rockstar, and uh, Imagine Ballerina, or Dance Star, or They've imagined or quite a few things, yes. Yeah, and this is that the series of games aimed toward younger girls. and uh, The Teacher one is a lot of brain training type stuff, so like you have to make up lesson plans, which really are, are the brain training parts to it. And then you have to manage your class so that... Like, the kids that fight won't sit next to each other and that kind of stuff. Um, huh. It's $30. Might want to wait for a deal on that one. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, moving on to PlayStation 2. Coming out this week is Falling Stars, which is an RPG aimed at kids. I've never heard of this game before. Well, no, it's brand new. Um, and it's well, I know that, but at an least... An RPG named it Kids. Why would you need to know about it? Well, no, I, I, I just usually know about obscure stuff, and this it's kind of snuck up on me. It's super dumbed-down RPG controls. Not okay. dumbed-down, that sounds mean, but, you know, it's simplified. Kids are dumb, um, is what you're saying. No, I'm not saying kids are dumb. Most kid gamers are a lot smarter than we were at that age. Granted. So, which is the main problem I see with this, is my guess is that whatever age range they say the game is made for, just go a couple years younger, because, what, our nieces have been playing freaking... Well, that's generally how you do it with all the toys and everything, anyways. Yeah. So, anyway, um, it's supposed to be a, a pretty decent title from the few reviews that are out. Uh, not a lot of people reviewed it, because it's... A not a, a lot of people know about it? Uh, but it's 14... 99 so that's definitely a good price point although most kids i know that are gamers that might be interested in this are not going to want to play a playstation 2 game now is it aimed at a gender of any type is it is it the main character is a girl and okay. there is some outfit customization okay. but that's more of like putting on armor and stuff and you have a pet that's trainable so i think they've tried to keep it to go either way okay i was falling stars like i couldn't it tell it looked what... very anime so you know how it could even if you're playing as a girl main character as long as she's done an anime it it somehow seems like it could you know what i'm saying sure i i have no problem playing with either gender i was just wondering if there was a specific target for that but you have another playstation 2 game here that i've never heard of shepherd's yeah, crossing every game that i previewed this week had like really lame bland nondescript titles falling stars shepherd's crossing Fading Shadows. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I've never heard of any of these games. That's why I gave them to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the one that I gave you back was the one that I had heard of. Um, Shepherd's Crossing is the one that's a, kind of a Harvest Moon ripoff. Okay. So it's so a farming sim? It's a farming sim, and you get these 
products, and then you take the products into town and you trade them in for other products that you can combine and then grow other things. But throughout all this, you're trying to attract different animals to oh. your farm. So it's like Viva Pinata. That's kind that. of how it's being described. And it's got RPG fighting. So here's the problem. Even Did you see any videos the... or screenshots or anything? I did. What's How's that look? It, it looks good. I mean, the screenshots, the animation's pretty. It's got a very kind of... Um, rune factory look to it real soft hmm. you know what i'm saying like the harvest moon wasn't really cartoonish it was real kind of very soft colors and yeah i know what you're talking about it it, it has um, a more european style animation that's how it. this is and it looks quirky it could be good but i don't know it's also a 15 dollars playstation 2 game the reviewer said it was very, very quirky, and it had a lot of, like, everyone just is saying it takes a little while to get used to all its its eccentricness. But once you get past that, it's a decent game. I mean, it's not going to blow you away. Hmm. But I'm intrigued. I mean, I think I would probably like to try it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll look to see if I can find that. Um, coming out for the PSP, your next game. That... I don't know if it's backwards compatible, though. Like if it'll play on my PS3. Everything plays on our PS3. It does? Yes. Okay, because I don't want to have to get a PlayStation 2 out to play it. No, no. Uh, that We've gone over that before on, on some of the things, but you don't have to worry about I that on ours. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's confusing with the 360 where it doesn't play everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, it's a game Fading Shadows. Oh, wait. We haven't talked about that one yet. <laughs> no, that's the next game. Yeah, that's see, the PSP. See what I mean? All these titles get me confused because they were all some adjective. Falling stars. And then a noun. Shepherd's Crossing and Fading Shadows. Right. This one's for the PSP, though. What, what's this right. about? This one is the game that you want to buy this week. It's really? a puzzle game. Okay. Yeah. It's a puzzle adventure game where you have all these different environments and the goal is that there's actually some sort of storyline behind it where somebody gets banished and in order to put their um their world back together they have to guide these little orbs through the levels and collect them all back together you guide the orbs using a beam of light which is controlled by the so it's 3d it's 3d and it's controlled by the analog nub yeah thanks Okay. Um, and also, you make the beam of light go wider and skinnier, which controls the path of the ball. So you can be very, very precise in your movements, or you can and you can make it be not so precise. And there's things like um, like bridges and windmills and switches. So you have to do a lot of manipulating the environment to get your little orb through things. Some of the orbs are made of metal, so they sink in water, but some of them are made of wood, so it would float in water. So you have to take that kind of stuff into account. It's supposed to be really good. What if they were made of very small pebbles? (laughs) What? If you're going to ask things like that, there needs to be some way for me to convey my eye rolling through sound. Okay. Okay. This game looks like it's going to be good for you. Like, you would like it. Well, I, I, I will check it out now. I, I will take a look at it. It's supposed to be really good graphically, and it looks great. Well, it's a GameStop exclusive, apparently. Okay. And it's $30 there, but I noticed at Agetech, who is the publisher, 
They're their selling site, it for cheaper. They're selling it for twenty dollars. <laughs> so hopefully, GameStop's lawyers are jumping on that one. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's maybe there are the exclusive like retailer publisher or distributor like the actual because if, well, I mean physical store maybe they're the only people that sell it in their physical store huh. and age tech's allowed to sell it online or something I don't know did you check other online venues like can you buy it from Amazon no you can't buy it from Amazon hmm. I, I think right. game crazy had it on their site but game crazy isn't very accurate with what's in their system all the time like they'll they'll often have stuff that uh that they're not isn't exclusive that they can't carry Oh. But they'll still have it in their system. Hmm. So I maybe you can get it there. I don't know. Uh, so moving on to the 360. Yeah, this is a game I played at E3, um, Smash Court Tennis 3. I actually played it for longer than I wanted to at E3. <laughs> okay. I, I, this well, is you an know Atari. how I feel about tennis games. It's this is an Atari game. Yeah, I, I feel really bad for the Atari game. Like, the the booth was not good. The The guy that was showing me this... Like he he was really enthusiastic and nice guy and everything. He didn't know about the game really. He if you got a guy that's going to talk about your tennis game, yeah, might not be the best if he thinks every time you hit it over the net it's a serve. Like every time, like if you hit it back, he calls it a serve. And once he hits it, it back to you, that's a serve. He was trying. He was trying. I but... feel bad for. The poor little Atari booth. I, I do, too. Like, I, I'm not the type of person that's just going to rip on stuff. But I, I can't, like, this is my impression of the game now. It, it's not all, it's a budget tennis game. Well, there are a budget tennis game for $40. For $40 like when oh. you already have virtual tennis and you already have topspin that you can get for cheaper than $40. Okay, well, then let's just, I just don't have it in me right now to tear apart the little guy at the Atari booth. So can we just move on to We can move on. He was very nice. Okay. He made a very, very good rendition of himself in in the creative player. See, that takes skill. All right. Moving on to two humans. I'm excited. See, that's good. It hasn't been getting great reviews. You are very excited. You kept, you reminded me like four times this week. Don't forget I'm buying two human next week. Yep. Yep. I got two human previewed. I saw the little preview things on the table. Oh yeah. I stopped by GameStop today, but they did not have it, which, which I was They didn't have. They didn't have two human, and it comes out tomorrow, but I thought... Maybe they'd have Sometimes it. they get in a ship date, yeah. So what else did you preview while you were there? Uh, I didn't... You pre-order, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I didn't pre-order anything there. I've been using their online pre-order, that, uh, oh. where you can order it online and then go pick it up at the store. Oh, well, that's fun. The other thing I had pre-ordered was Fable 2, and that's the code that we're going to That's right, yeah. Uh, two human hasn't been getting the greatest reviews, which I didn't expect it to. I don't think it's a triple A title, but I think it's something that I'm going to enjoy a lot. It's a uh, it's a hack and slash Diablo type game where you it's all about beating up tons of enemies with very little uh, effort on your part. You attack with the right analog stick, so you just point it at the person you want to fight, and well, it goes there and that. kills them. You might like this game too. Really? Yes, but unfortunately, it's not co-op locally. It's only co-op online. I hate that. Why do they assume that all gamers only have friends online? I don't know, and it seems like this it's game like could work. If you have a friend that lives next door, eh. Yeah, it's disappointing. Like, I think this game could work without even split screen too. You could you could keep both characters on the same screen, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they looked at that and it wasn't feasible because they cut it back from four players co op online to only two players co op online now. But uh, 
I'm really looking forward to it. Crappy TV upstairs. Well, we'd have to buy two copies of the game then. Oh. Which right. that that's that not means we'll right play it by ourselves. Yeah, we'll play it by ourselves. I'll play it some with Wombat. Maybe you can play it some with Wombat too. Um, Maybe what Mrs. Wombat will want to play. I don't think she's really interested in these types of games, but uh, somebody will. Somebody will play. Somebody will play with you, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it, even though the reviews haven't been all that great. I liked the demo when I played it at E3. I liked the demo when it was on live. See, now going back, see, this is tying the show all together. If you like a game, no matter what anybody else says about it or how you should feel about the price, if it makes you happy, then you're not getting ripped off. Right, which there are some deals for this game as well. It's $50 at Toys R Us, which they also have a buy one 360 game, get one 50% off sale going on. Those are nice. It is uh, $60 at Circuit City, but you get a $10 gift card. And it's $50 at Fry's. $50 at Fry's. And at Amazon and GameStop, they're giving away five uh, downloadable armor sets. So you picked, instead of... Saving $10, you picked to get the five downloadable armor sets. I did not realize that it was $50 at Toys R Us Oh. Uh, until after I'd already pre-ordered. So now uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to end up doing. Um, I don't know. We'll see. What do you mean you're not sure you're going to end up doing? You're going to pick it up at GameStop. Well, yeah, because I have the code now. So, I, yeah, I guess I'm going to pick it up at GameStop. You have to pick it up at GameStop. Yeah. All right. No question. Well, I'm going to pick it up at GameStop. Okay. Uh, PC. Again, as always, um, Treehouse Gamer has previewed all of our PC games, and there was one game that he said I should try because it's kind of like the Nancy Drew games on point-and-click budget title. Okay, and that's Murder in the Abbey. Yep. And then the other PC game that he uh, wrote up this week is Salmon Max Season 2. Okay. Which is another uh, Telltale uh, point-and-click adventure. Sweet. Uh, so if you like the Strong Bad game, if that's your first taste of... Uh, Point and clicks, you'd like Telltale. I mean, this is yeah. all of their episodic Sam and Max from Season 2 on one DVD. Or maybe multiple DVDs, I don't know. It's um, coming out in retail form. On the DL. Uh, last week we had Break-In for mm-hmm. the Wii Virtual Console. That was a pool game that previewed. you previewed anything. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. Moving on? Yeah. Uh, that was $7. It's an old pool game. It doesn't have the Wiimote action. Well, there is one. We'll go ahead and go down to that one right now then. There's Midnight Pool, the WiiWare game this week, which is $8. And that has the Wiimote action. Okay. And so for an extra dollar, you get to use your Wiimote, which is the whole point of owning a Wii in the first place. So that's the one you should buy. Yeah, this one, this one, Midnight Pool doesn't look bad. I'm not really into virtual pool games. I, I never get the feeling that it's that much like pool. Like, I, I, I love playing real pool and something about virtual, like, lining up the balls. It just... No, it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, just, I don't know. But this one has nine ball, eight ball, UK rules, nine ball, and trick shots. But it doesn't have any online multiplayer, uh, only local multiplayer. But for eight bucks, I'm sure you could do a lot worse on WiiWare. Mega Man for the Wii Virtual Console for five bucks. That's a good price. Yeah, sure. If you don't have the Mega Man collection already, uh, that, that's Mega Man. Really good game. Uh, Neo Turf Masters for the Wii Virtual Console, a $9 old golf game. Yeah, that's also available on SNK Arcade Classics. Uh, if you really need to play it, I would suggest going that route. Yeah, me too. Uh, Star Paradier? Yes. Paradier? That, yeah. It's a, it's a parody of Star Soldier. Um, back in the early 90s or mid-90s, they used to make, uh, over in Japan, they used to make a lot of 
maybe not a lot, but a few parodies on some shmups. So yeah. they'd replace all of the like sci-fi elements with like really bright, like happy things. So yeah. this this is their version of making. It's kind of like the game where you had to shoot up Barney that came out for the PC. Yeah, it would be similar to that, but yeah. not quite as violent. Right. <laughs> or copyright infringing. Whatever. Um, Strong Beds, cool game for attractive people. Episode one, Homestar Ruiner. We already talked about that. It's ten dollars on WiiWare. Um, also Fighter, the PC. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was also for the PC. I forgot about that. Uh, Street Fighter Alpha came out last week for PlayStation Network, so that one works on the PS3 and the PSP since it's a PS1 game that they've just uh, ported over. Um, that is Street Fighter. All of those kind of mixed together to me, but I know that is Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty. This is what we talked about earlier. Um, there's really not that much to say about it. Rock Solid, Nick Sutner on 1UP. Um, he did the review for them. He said it only took him about two and a half hours to play. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and that's short. Yeah, that's really short. Uh, they claim it's four hours, so somewhere between two and a half and four hours probably is what it's going to take. This follows up directly behind uh, Future Tools of Destruction, which we haven't played yet, but we own it. Uh, so we're obviously not going to go out and buy this for $15 since we haven't even played no. the full retail version that we own. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's an interesting uh, experiment they're doing here with giving you a little bridge between two retail releases because another Ratchet & Clank game is coming out next fall. And this one links the two together. Next fall? Next fall. It's this fall. Yes, so it's coming out next fall. So we're talking about in a year. Yeah. They have a... Well, they need to release more than a two-and-a-half-hour game to keep us busy for a year. Well, it's the same development uh, studio does the Resistance Fall of Man games. Okay. So they're on an every other year. They do a Ratchet game, then a Resistance game, then a Ratchet game, then a Resistance game. So this is a Resistance year. Got it. So... I don't know. It's up to you whether or not two and a half hours of Ratchet & Clank is worth it. Personally, if you haven't played every other Ratchet & Clank game, because you could, you could buy all the PS2 games for around $15 each right? and get a full game there, and it's not going to be that much different. It's, it's a Ratchet & Clank game. True. Bionic Commando Rearmed. We already talked about that, and Fable 2 Pub Games, of course, came out last week as well. Uh, Galaga Legions? That is this week's Xbox Live Arcade game, and it is done by the people who did the Pac-Man Championship Edition. So that should be good. It should be good. Um, I don't know. This might be the one that... I've bought all the Xbox Live Arcade games from August so far. This might be the one I skipped, but I don't know. I have to play the demo. This is the one I've been least excited about. Really? Um, yeah, I'm a big Galaga fan. I'm surprised. Uh, I saw it at E3. I didn't feel the need to like pick up a controller and play it. It's your typical what you'd expect now of these remakes where it's a lot of bright colors, lots lots of neons. A little bit of a uh, change in Techno music. Mode, yeah, a little bit of change in, in gameplay. Um, you can have, they're called satellites now. Like in Galaga, you could always capture ships and have two ships next to each other. Right. Now you have these little satellite ships that are kind of on both sides of you. And you can control how they aim with the right analog stick. And you can uh, shoot like these little like bomb like hole like black hole type things that suck in the enemies and then they become your legions on your side. They kind of turn to your side and help you out. But it's basically just an updated version of Galaga. I mean, it's got a lot new enemy patterns and everything like that. I don't know. I'm sure it's fine, but it's just not. I haven't beat Bionic Commando yet, and I know Castle Crashers is coming out next week. So it's kind of in between 
When does the Ninja game come out? Which Ninja game? Oh, Ninja Town for the DS. That comes out uh, in September or October. And Viva Pinata is coming out soon? Viva Pinata is, uh, yeah, September or October as well. Okay. Well, I'll have a good September or October. Um, that's all of the games. That was a lot of them. It was a lot, but it wasn't, you know, anything that we had to, that it was awful that we missed. So... Uh, wrapping up the show, as always, our show is hosted by GoDaddy. Get $96, well, not hosted, sponsored. Sponsored. We'll go with that. Okay. As always, our show is sponsored by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1. That's G-A-M-E-R-1. And get your .com domain name for just six ninety five a year. Some restrictions apply. See the site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Sounds good. We are approaching 1,000 digs. Yeah, we're right around. we got to get past 950 first. I think we're at 949 as of recording this. But Well, that's approaching. Yes, we are approaching. Um, so that would be great, 1,000 digs. So dig us. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Check out the CADcast, which now is a Monday evening. A Monday yeah, Monday evening, which uh, I'm trying to figure out what will be a good day for CAG 4 play then. I don't know, because ideally we want CAG 4 play to come out before the games do on Tuesday, but that never seems to happen. And ideally, it was kind of the idea of CAG 4 play to lead into the CADcast each week, which right. was where the whole foreplay and we were previewing the games that... You don't need to explain the innuendo. They got it. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where where our date is now to come out. Do we come out on Tuesdays, the day after the CADcast? Do we come out on Wednesdays, like this show is? Today is Tuesday. But it's going to come out on a Wednesday. Oh. I'm talking about when our listeners are going to get it. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, it's... What day does the CADcast actually come out? It comes out on Mondays. They record on Sundays, come out on Mondays. Oh. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see where we fall. Um, email us, uh, shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. As always, check out the written version. We work really hard every week to give you some written stuff to read while yeah. you're at work and bored. Uh, and don't forget to enter our contest. There are two Fable 2 Pub, Pub Game, game codes. codes up for winning. Just enter the contest in the separate thread. And you are going to have some sort of blog post about the toys living in the cart. When is that due by? I have no idea, but we talked about it, so you got to get going. Okay, that probably won't be Wednesday because uh, I'll be up. You'll be up all night putting the show together. Putting the show together, yes. But uh, sometime this week, maybe? I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll help you take pictures. I can. I can... Bring the card up here. No, that's okay. I I, I, I know what you're talking about, so uh, we'll get some of those on there. All right. Don't, see, don't, lots to look forward don't, to. Don't, we will see y'all next week. Bye. Don't